0: Jay has a new girl who may already be pregnant. Does she know he's still married to Ashley? Details on that. Plus, Tom may get his K-1 visa after all. And Corey threatens Laura. That and so much more coming up on 90 Day Fiance News Weekly. I'm Maria Menounos, and you're tuned in to after Buzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. Hello, 90 Day Fiance fans. This is the show that covers every single one of the week's hottest 90 Day headlines. We're giving you all the juicy scoop on what the cast is doing before the cameras roll, after they roll, and we are getting rolling on tons of breaking news. My name is Christy Olson, and joining me today, Linda will be back next week, but we have Mackenzie Fain in studio. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me. We are so happy you're here. Mackenzie is visiting from the East Coast, where you guys see her do the teen mom after show, and, you know, she came to get a little Callie Sun, I think. I think so. January, I need it. And (laughs) and a little juicy scoop about the 90-day cast. I can't live without this. We can't, and I... I'm uh, so sorry to all of our live chatters out there that we have to live without our live chat tonight. We are working on getting back live again for you, but you will have a live chat where you can all chat along with each other. So make sure you are giving your opinions, your thoughts on what you think about what's going down with these crazy cats. We have a couple of exclusive reports for you today. Some juicy tidbits on Walmart's investigations into the hate crime that Avery suffered at one of their local stores. And we are kicking it off our story. Story today, Jay and Ashley still married. That's right. I'm a little proud of this one, y'all. You may have seen on Jay's Insta story several days ago, he dropped this as part of a Q&A. Someone asked him uh, about being divorced to Ashley, and he said, heads up, we are not divorced. That was a lie, and I just found out a couple of days ago, What? So Ashley had posted in November that the divorce was a done deal, that he had signed off, and they were absolutely over. But then when Jay posted this, which didn't make a lot of waves, to be honest with you, it kind of went unnoticed, even by Ashley herself, who I reached out to. And I said, hey, you know, Jay's saying you guys are still married. What is up with that? Is he... Uh, stir in the pot again? Is he twisting the truth again? And she had this to say to me exclusively. She said, "No, he's correct, but I'm not a liar. He did finally sign the papers, but after submitting them, it was dated wrong. So just a, kind of an error in the paperwork here is what's to blame." She said, "A simple signature from him again will clear this up, but I guess he needed some attention, which is why uh, you know she's saying that he posted on Instagram that they are not yet divorced." She said that she had a very hard time getting him to sign the first time and that she thinks getting the second signature will not be easy. Uh, And again, she wasn't aware that he had said this. And then she felt, uh, you know, that she wanted to defend herself and and get the story out there that she's not a liar. And uh, instead of posting publicly, I said, hey, you know what? Just let me tell everybody. So (laughs) that is your juicy scoop from Ashley herself. Not a liar. However, that does mean that their divorce is still in process. Uh, But, you know, I think the chances of them getting back together are fairly slim, seeing as how Jay admitted to Us Weekly just a couple of days ago that he has a new girlfriend. You're looking at her right here. Her name is Selena Miller. I uh, did a little more sleuthing and was able to find her there on Instagram, a beautiful young girl who may need a little work on her grammar and spelling. But hey, she is loving herself and loving Jay, too, apparently. And of course... when Jay has a woman in the picture, he is always battling pregnancy rumors, right? Last year, almost every other month, with Kayla, and then with the, miss, the supposed mistress, everyone was saying Jay was about to be a daddy. He always disputes these reports, and this time was no different. He told Us Weekly, no, nobody's pregnant not that I know of. He always says that. Every time he (laughs) denies one of these pregnancies, it's a not that I know of. Kind of a shady way to kind of brush it off. But he said, Selena is my girlfriend now, she's not pregnant, and she didn't give no information to nobody that she was pregnant. So, seemingly these rumors maybe came from Selena herself, who while Jay says she didn't put this out there, she would have a lot of motivation to do so, right? She could get paid for that information. And also maybe she was just trying to get to Ashley a little bit, which Us Weekly says uh, that Ashley was very upset over this report that Jay may be a baby daddy. However, don't take that as meaning that she's still pining for him. It means that she would be on the hook financially for this child. Uh, because, you know, because she sponsored him and because they are still technically married. So uh, you can't blame Ashley for being a little concerned about these rumors not at all i mean it must be so
1: much for her especially financially i mean you can't play around with that and she really has
0: no control Mm -hmm. that's so hard that's just it it's like she's responsible for this guy who she has absolutely no control over Uh, i guess she didn't really ever from the start but what do you think about jay's new girl are we uh are we gonna ship this one for
1: life (laughs) I don't know. It's just interesting. She has no followers. She's not public. She's, you know, no real pictures on there, like showing nothing. So I don't know. Maybe it's a good sign that she's not there just for publicity. Oh, yeah. Um, I don't know. But I don't know. It's so hard.
0: (laughs) He's going to be pregnant, people. I'll tell you that. I mean, come on. It's bound to happen. And Jace joked about it before. He posted that sonogram picture last summer. Uh, He got very excited about his niece being born. However, he did also tell Us Weekly that he has a ton of projects in the works. Of course, a baby would put a damper on that. He keeps talking about some new show. I have a new show. I have a new TV show. He also said he's working on a clothing line and doing some modeling. So, I feel like he was calling it a movie a while ago, and now there's allegedly he's going to be on some show. Maybe he's going on naked and afraid. Ah, like Caesar is <laughs> joining Caesar on naked and afraid. Hey
2: guys, Brianna from the booth here. Um, I just want to comment because I know I saw earlier on the one where he did say like he had, at one point when he had a new show he said next, and I was like, is he referring to MTV's old show next? Oh, that he's just going to
0: make one little pop-up appearance on some lame dating show. Or maybe X on the Beach. They always like to have a reality Aww. star in the mix. And that is great thinking, Brie. That's our producer, Bree, in the booth, everybody. Always uh, giving us her good thoughts. But, um, yes, X on the Beach always has, uh, like, one celebrity that everybody kind of knows about. And think about how crazy it would be for Ashley to show up. Oh, my God. <gasps> Like Oh, my God, I want this to happen so bad, you guys. (laughs) Right? That would be great. And by all, like, mathematical purposes, we could assume that their contracts with TLC usually go for a year past when they last filmed or when they last appeared. So, happily ever, after finale was last summer... So they should be done on their TLC contract soon, which would just make him available to an MTV or to a Bachelor in Paradise. I don't think that's going to happen. Ashley has a better chance of that. Yeah. But uh, either way, Jay insists that he will be popping up on the small screen again sometime soon. Can't wait to see that. Uh,
2: I'm really excited about this (laughs) X on the
0: Beach possibility now. Well, we are going to uh, turn our tone a little bit right now and talk about Tanya from the current season of 90 Day Fiance, who made a very heartbreaking admission a few days ago on Instagram stories. And I want to make sure I quote this right. Tanya started by sharing on her stories uh, some videos about some Me Too things that were on the news. And apparently when fans responded to that, which they do privately. You can't see the comments when it's a story. Um, But she had some sort of issue with fans taking her to task about her speaking out about the Me Too movement, which prompted her to post this Uh, saying, I was molested multiple times before I was even five years old. She posted, she wrote that on a screenshot of some comments that she was getting about being a Me Too person. And then she ends this by saying, so yeah, hashtag Me Too. So essentially taking a negative comment from a fan here and then putting her admission on it. Tanya also said, in the next slide, that she did talk about the abuse during filming, but she said, I don't think it's ever made it to screen, though. I'm pretty sure Tanya is probably watching these episodes beginning to end, so she would know that we have not seen anything about her abuse on the show. She added, just like a lot of stuff hasn't. So a tone here, as Tanya made this really heartbreaking and very serious admission, a tone of being combative with the fans, Throughout it, which she has been since she started appearing on 90 Day Fiance. And she even felt so compelled after fan backlash to post a video even after her admission and said, I am not using this to distract from my behavior on the show. I never mentioned Sinjin. I never mentioned the show. And uh, really felt the need to kind of defend herself against people saying that she was just using it sort of as an excuse. Okay there's a a lot to unpack here I have to remind myself a few times that at the heart of this is her admitting that she was a victim of a very 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 heinous crimes uh, at a very young age and but I'm having a hard time separating that from the way that she interacts with the fans
1: so are you having a hard time like placing this like why was it
0: here and now or is it more of It, it seems like she instead of coming out with this in a way that she was preplanned or where she states why she was compelled to do it. Yeah. It almost seems like she's saying she was compelled to make this admission because the fans were accusing her of not being a victim. And. Yeah. It's. Oh, I don't know. I might be getting myself in trouble here, Mackenzie. Help me. Yeah, out. Yeah.
1: I mean, I. I totally see where you're coming from, and I think it's. It's on this line of. of yeah, you, I don't know how you even speak on that.
0: Because it, it doesn't take away from no, what she's been through at all. Not at all. But I think if she truly didn't want to have her victimhood questioned, that there would have been a different way to, to go about it. admit this. Yeah. yeah, to kind of bring it up to the fans
1: instead of in this spotlight that is surrounded by fire. Yes, in a sense. exactly. Okay. Yeah, I agree with that. I think you're on the money. Yeah. I'll, I'll, however, this is, it's surprising. Yeah, it's so awful and so sad. And I mean, I think it's a great thing for her that she did share this because I'm sure she got flooded with. Me too. Uh, yeah. Um, you know, comments and DMs and everything that and it's it's a great thing when people that have this flat platform can go on and, and express things that have happened to them and they can get the support that they need and deserve. So yes. I do applaud her for
0: that. I mean speaking out on something like that cannot be easy ever. So Right. And we are not we have several episodes left in this season, but it would be my guess and from what we've seen so far that we probably aren't going to hear about this on the show. Do you think this is something that they're obligated to cover or that it's something fans would want to know about her? No. No,
1: not really. I don't
0: think it really has...
1: Yeah, I mean, I don't think it has really so much to do with this storyline. Right. Um, but I'm, I'm glad she shared it with everybody, and I think it's, it'll help her because...
0: You know it can't do anything but that but we don't necessarily think that it needed a place on the show
1: no and i don't think she can fault the producers or the 90 day um you know scripts or however they're they're setting this up for not adding that in because they're just doing what is best for the show i mean i don't really see how any in any really of the situations it would be like the most
0: right Right. Well, chat roll, you guys are all talking amongst yourselves, I'm sure. Make sure you let us know what you think about that. As we move on to some happy news, I guess, for Tom. Yes, Darcy's ex-Tom, who we are going to see the end of their relationship on the upcoming season, fourth season of Before the 90 Days, which premieres on February 23rd. So, I know, I can't wait. So too long. So, while you all sit on the edge of your seats and wait for that one, let me tell you what's going down with Tom in real time. So, clearly he and Darcy long over. She appeared to move on uh, a while ago already. And this, however, came out of nowhere. This post from Tom on Instagram, a photo of him and his new girlfriend, Amanda McAdams, with her legs wrapped around him. He's holding her in Central Park. This is passionate and adorable. But check this caption. It says, Beauty is fleeting, but a rent controlled apartment overlooking the park is forever. As in Tom is moving on and moving in with his new girl, which of course means that he's going to have to go through some kind of visa process. He's going to have to get married to her eventually to stay here. He's already been here for quite a while and he may be on a six-month visitor's visa. He may be on some kind of work visa because he's been doing a lot of appearances. But by all Rights and purposes, he's going to have to get hitched to this girl. He's going to get his K-1 visa. After all, no Darcy needed. What do you think of this? No Darcy needed, but also, wasn't the plan for Darcy to go over there in the beginning? So I don't think, like, the K-1 visa was really, like a super... Ooh, that, I think that was just kind of a getting to know them kind of a thing because she has two teenage daughters that I'm sure she wouldn't leave. Okay, so so they probably did, had discussed it, but I don't take him as the kind that needed
1: to find somebody else to come over to the U.S. Do you feel that way? I didn't before, but now
0: I kind of do. You do?
1: Yeah, this is just uh, all too convenient. That's true. I just, I don't know. I just feel he was such a, he is such a realist type of guy, I, and he was all set up out there. And his sister and I just don't feel like I get that. So I think he just kind of
0: fell in love. I guess I'm oh
1: hopeless romantic over yeah. here.
0: <laughs> oh, that's so sweet, Mackenzie. How you maintain that watching this show? I, I don't know, know right? <laughs> Guys, oh my god. Um, but huge news and I hadn't thought of this before but he could end up on the show with this new situation. Fingers crossed. Oh. I love him. I laughed so hard watching him because he's so real. He does not take anything from anybody. But then he had that whole thing blow up online where he was using people's designer pictures of like designer stuff and kind of passing it off as his own. That's (sighs) not super authentic. No, it's not. I get that. But as far as the show and what I like to see (laughs) a drama,
1: I would love to see him on the show.
0: For sure, yes. Well, uh, stay tuned, because we all know, as Michael and Angela got added in to the current season of 90 Day Fiance, you never know, Darcy and Tom's story maybe wraps up in a couple episodes, and then all of a sudden it's Tom and Amanda. Amanda, yeah, who I also who also is kind of incognito, but who I also found on Instagram. So you got you guys can do it too. <laughs> you can find them too. No, we'll leave it to you, Christy. You're the expert. I do. <laughs> I do all the work, and of course, there. Darcy makes it easy, right? Because almost every week she gives us something to talk about. Uh, she give us Tom to talk about Tom, and. Um, Fans are are talking about Darcy herself, though, this week, but we'll get to that in just a sec, because her other ex, other Jessie, other. the one who is uh, so thirsty that, you know, I'm... Um, surprised he did, what's a what's a sign of someone who has dehydration. I'm surprised he's not sitting in the hospital on an IV drip this one. <laughs> Apparently, he and uh President Donald Trump were both taken in the democratic debates last night and Jesse tweeted a very flattering tweet about the Democrats not being able to beat Donald Trump without impeaching him um and this about the strength of the mega movement. So this is obviously something that would catch Donald Trump's eye which which it did so much so that our United States president retweeted 90 Day star Jesse Meester. That is right. I couldn't believe it. John the Floor, as random as this is, it's also really major, especially for someone like Jesse who just wants nothing more than to be seen as like this intelligent, deep kind of wise leader. You know, maybe he could be Trump's VP. It makes me want to gag. Like,
1: I'm not even kidding you. I just, like you said, this is exactly what he's waited his whole life for. Yes. And it's just so annoying to me that he's getting it. That he
0: got it, I yes. And hate it. <laughs> <laughs> well, that one definitely made me laugh today. That's kind of some fun news. However, uh, like I mentioned, Darcy, too, is making some headlines. And she's been under fire the last couple of months from fans who have released video of some of the camera. Cameos she's done so cameos are people can uh, pay this the 90 day stars a lot of them it's between like 30 and 60 bucks some of them are pretty cheap and then they will send you a personalized video so a lot of people do it like for a friend's birthday or something um, this one in question that we can take a look at uh, from the link that I sent is of her congratulating some fans on a pregnancy and she you know at times there' and in a, a recent interview as well is some Sometimes slurring her words and sometimes looks a little tipsy. Fans are taking notice. There's been lots of comments online lately, uh, people being concerned for her. Just some I pulled today uh, that said things like she needs help and that this is very sad for her. However, we got to remember that what we see is a very small snapshot. And when Jesse accused Darcy of being an alcoholic a few years ago, everybody was kind of blindsided. We hadn't seen it, and we thought he was just making a big deal. And then when we saw her with Tom... She was on vacay. She was drinking a lot, especially in the situation once her sister and Florian came around and she was stressed. So people are using that against her now as well. And just the fact that, uh, you know, we've seen some videos and pictures of her recently, more so uh, looking like she's having a little bit of fun. I think we can't be too quick to judge here. And, um, you know, it would be a real slippery slope for me to... Kind of guess about someone's sobriety, but she's at a lot of events. She's doing a lot of fun stuff. She's on vacation a lot. She's flying here and there. And, you know, do I think that she wakes up in the morning and pounds a bottle of Chardonnay while she waits for her kids to come home from school? No. No. And I,
1: I do think it's a slippery slope. And she's been on vacation. And I get what you're saying. But at the same time, you know, especially when we saw her with Tom, she didn't just drink socially ever. She got plastered every single time she drank mm-hmm. to the point where Tom was like you look insane um
0: so I he feel, noticed as well that's right
1: yeah so I just feel like when it gets to the point where you can't have a couple drinks at dinner and be fine you can't like anytime she drank she was crying to him anytime yeah. she drank she was like something was happening mm-hmm. so I don't know I feel like I I would kind of
0: yeah, Guess. but it still sounds like your even your viewpoint is coming a little bit out of concern. It's not maybe how often or how much necessarily she's drinking but that no. it's d- how the way she seems to react to it. Yeah, I think I, I w- like you said I don't
1: think she's waking up and, you know, chugging anything or, you know, just drinking all day, but I think she doesn't know how to limit herself. Mm-hmm. That's maybe what it is then.
2: There is a thing um just cuz I've I've dealt with it in my, per- my personal life, but um called social alcoholism, which is not like you're an alcoholic yeah. where you oh. crave alcohol all the time, but when you're in social settings where people are drinking, you do, like Mackenzie just said, have that inability to stop yourself from getting having too much. Yeah. And um, and then one thing I would just add with her is just that I think because those accusations have been made against her, I think that she just needs to be so careful um, because when you're showing it on screen, I think, and I don't know what the editing is with the 90 day and stuff, so I don't know if they're like purposefully kind of showing those scenes more than others but they're definitely kind of starting to tell a story with her I feel
1: well that's, so, that's such a true. good point because if you think about it like no, she's not being called this or this isn't being brought up for no reason like she's giving them reasons mm-hmm. she's giving people reasons to say stuff like this
0: That's true. It makes me wonder if TLC would eventually get involved. I remember several months ago when many of the cast members were coming out talking about uh, becoming depressed after their time on the show. Larissa said that the network actually helped her uh, get the help that she needed for her depression. Uh, And I wonder if this is getting to the point where publicly it's become such a thing that TLC would have to uh, do something so that people don't say they did nothing.
1: Yeah. I, I, I think so too. Um, I feel like, especially in a situation where alcoholism is like a thing and it's so prominent and any, anything could happen. They're around her all the time. Mm-hmm. They would be so liable. I don't like, don't you think? Oh yeah. That's even more so than depression. I mean, depression c- can go on un, unnoticed mm-hmm. sometimes, unfortunately, but with being drunk you know over and over and over or I mean I'm not saying that's exactly what she's doing right. but it's so much easier to see
0: that's so true so yeah, I don't know Well, either way, we always wish Darcy the best. Yes. You know she's working on a move out here to Southern California, probably because Tom's moving to the East Coast. (laughs) Um, And uh, we look forward to uh, maybe having her in studio and setting all of this straight. We love you, Darcy. And uh, man, we are just all about the serious topics today, guys. We, of course, have to give you an exclusive update on Avery's verbal attack that she suffered at a local Walmart on New Year's Day. So we've given you this story a couple times, you know that uh, two Walmart employees said things to her like, Trump needs to take out the trash. America isn't what it used to be. They wondered aloud if she was able to pay for the items. And then there were some comments made about she must be on welfare. A lot of really nasty stuff that Avery heard these two employees saying. Well, Walmart gave a statement at the time to people and said that they were investigating. That was nearly two weeks ago. So I reached out to Walmart and asked them several questions Uh, has the investigation been closed? Can you confirm that the employees were fired, which is what Avery implied uh, in some of her social media posts? And is Walmart doing anything to ensure that this won't happen to another of their shoppers in the future? And, uh, I was given the next statement, uh, here by people. Oh. There it is. We do not tolerate discrimination of any kind. We take Ms. Mills' claim seriously and are continuing to look into this, which is basically the exact same thing that they said two weeks ago. So, uh, you know, I had to go to another source. (laughs) (laughs) This is the second time I'm whipping out my Insta DMs on this show. I know that I was hard at work this week. So, Avery had this to say about elaborating on her experience and really setting the record straight about whether she thought the employees, if she had been told that the employees were fired or not. And she said once she left the store, she didn't call back or anything uh, to check. She had just given them her contact information and they told her if she needed, if they needed anything that they would contact her. So she said, Avery said, I assumed they were fired because of the way it was handled by the manager that she spoke to. Avery was really satisfied with what happened when she told the manager uh, about the incident. She was told by the manager that discrimination is not tolerated and absolutely has no place in Walmart and that they were going to pull footage from the cameras uh, to corroborate what she said happened. Um, But again, Avery reiterates that the manager was very understanding, very horrified by what had gone down. And um, Avery says, the camera footage, it would confirm everything I told her. Avery said, hopefully they have audio too so they can hear exactly what was said and why I was so upset about it. It was really heartbreaking. We have to remember at the end of the day, you know, that she suffered this uh, Islamophobic attack, and Avery does want everyone to remember, she said, I will still continue to shop at Walmart, because I believe management dealt with it in a good way, but these things happen to... People every single day for different reasons to different people, and she wants us to keep that in mind. So uh, she'll be going back because she was satisfied with the way they handled it, which I think is the most important thing in that kind of a situation. And, uh, you know, Walmart won't tell anybody anything.
1: I mean, I am I guess I'm happy that she's satisfied um, with how, it, how they took care of it, management, but I'm not satisfied with how they're not firing these people for sure and making sure Avery knows this and giving her, like, a gift card. <laughs> right? Like, I'd be like, I need compensation
0: for this. <laughs> no, for sure. Yeah. And and we laugh, but, like, remember when uh, Starbucks had a racial situation with one of their employees last year? They made a whole May Culpa public thing about closing down the stores for a day so that they could um, do some sensitive training for the employees um, and just really made sure people knew that their employees were not largely racist. Doesn't Walmart need to do something like that?
1: Yeah, I think Avery's so sweet that, but I'm I'm not. I'd be like, nope, I'm going to broad, I have this huge platform, I have so many followers and I need something to seriously be done and I need to know about it. Mm -hmm. You're not just going to tell me behind closed doors in a management office, oh yeah, I'm never going to accept that, this is bad, like, not enough for me but
0: no it does does say a lot about her And and what a lovely young lady she She is. She (laughs) is. She says a lot about me. (laughs) The way we would handle these things. Uh, Well, you know, it seems like Corey is in the boat with us because he handled a situation with Laura this week. As we all know, Evelyn and Laura were BFFs. Laura took solace down in South America with Evelyn after she filmed the tell-all, and she was getting kind of a lot of heat and a lot of flack. However, Evelyn and Laura have famously fallen out now. We've watched them going back and forth. For weeks now, uh, Laura accusing Evelyn of serial cheating on Corey and, um, that, oh. Laura also said the main thing that they took issue with was that Evelyn and Corey have been married this entire time and have been lying to fans, which is not the first time we've heard that. Uh, and uh, my usual co-host, Linda, who is so on top of her shit, always said, yeah, that's confirmed that Corey and Evelyn have have been married for a while. Uh, Laura's final accusation was that she s- has seen Corey do cocaine. Not just Corey does coke, but Laura said, I have seen Corey use cocaine. Well, he wasn't going to let that one slide. So he Corey stayed pretty quiet throughout all this. Kind of Evelyn's been the one slinging the mud back at Laura. But he took to Instagram on Monday, I believe it was, and posted a whole video where he explained that he had no way of directly communicating with Laura because she had blocked him. But he had this message for her where he said, Laura, if you do not stop talking about Evelyn and I, in fact, if you say even one more thing about Evelyn and I, I will press charges against you. Those are the words he used, press charges. And then even later in the video as he's telling her, just stop it, he mentions again taking legal action. So Corey, you know, uh not usually... The firmest man, not usually one to stand up for himself, but he put his foot down in this situation and, you know, made this serious threat to a Canadian... On a visitor's visa in South America, when he's American, I'm just saying there would be a jurisdiction issue here if he really wanted to pursue legal action. But just the fact that he felt that he had to threaten her like that to get her to shut up—what do you think? I'm proud of him. Ah, yeah, yeah. Yay.
1: go Corey. It's like—and you know, Evelyn loves the side of him. Oh yeah. So she's eating it
0: right up. This is what she wanted. Yeah. So I'm 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 good. I'm good. <laughs> I'm glad. And I, but although I do hope that it doesn't stop Laura from spilling the tea because she says a lot of things and only a fraction of them may be true. But there's always a little bit of truth somewhere. There's always there's always enough of a tidbit I can investigate and find the truth. That's true,
1: but I just feel like Laura. I don't really. I don't know. I don't have that. Like oh my god, I can't wait to see what she says next. Yeah. So I could do without. Kind You're of. over
0: it. Yeah. Over it. Well, reportedly, Cory and Evelyn have been filming supposedly for the show, but they're not even living together. That was part of the issue with Laura as well, that Cory and Laura were maybe going to move in together down in Ecuador. So, uh, when we do see Cory and Evelyn on another season, it is going to be very interesting to say the least. Yes, and uh, a guy who we may or may not ever see on the show again, but who is definitely a familiar face, is Nicole's dad, Tyler. This is Nicole of Nicole and Azen, of course, who are still going strong, by the way. But we're talking about her dad, who has been um, very weary of their relationship on the show. We've seen him a few times. He's the sponsor, right? He was going to, yeah. 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 That's right. Yeah. Good memory, Mackenzie. <laughs> well, Tyler's making headlines again this week, not for uh, such good news, not for standing up for his daughter. This is Tyler's second arrest happened last Thursday. So he was arrested a couple months ago and charged with some drug-related crimes. And now this again from last Thursday, Tyler has been charged uh, with possession of a controlled substance without a prescription, which police tested and turned out to be fentanyl. And he's also been charged with, um, like, drug paraphernalia. So what happened here is that it was a simple traffic stop when cops went to talk to Tyler, they saw a baggie of white powder in the car and were like, hey, yo, what's that?" And they took it to test it. Meanwhile, Tyler admitted to the police that he uses crack cocaine. During this traffic stop. So he was arrested. He was uh, put into jail in Sarasota, Florida, where by all rights and purposes, from what we can tell, he is still sitting until his arraignment uh, in mid February. So the charges are require about a two thousand dollar bond. So until he can come up with that dough, he will continue to sit in jail. Nicole hasn't made any comments about this, but when he was arrested a couple months ago, she did just kind of say, don't ask, I want privacy. And I'm not really surprised that she hasn't commented this time around. But either way, he seemed like a really nice guy, a really with-it dad. We've seen him hanging out with May quite a bit, and this is really a shock.
1: Shock. I'm shocked. My jaw is dropped. Like I can't even believe it. I mean he was going to sponsor them. You have to have a little
0: bit of your crop together to like, yeah, consider that or be eligible for that well, yeah, even the the documents here say that he's unemployed, um which you know is an interesting part of the conversation as well, yeah,
1: wow, that's insane, but um. You know, I definitely respect Nicole for wanting privacy, especially the first time around. So I'm definitely not surprised that she's not going to speak out
0: about this. Right, for sure, for sure. And we'll keep you guys posted uh, if Tyler gets out of jail anytime soon. But let's just send them our best. And on that note, it is time to play a rousing round of Do We Ship It? All right, this is our fun little game. Yes, it means it's almost the end of the show, but we need you guys all to play along even though, you know, we're not in real time. Do it anyway. It's going to be fun. We will tell. We will give you one of the 90-day couples, and you tell us if you think they are shipped for life, as in in a relationship, or are we shipping them out on a boat to Splitsville? All right, and this week we are talking about Mike and Natalie, whose relationship seemed to completely implode on the latest episode of the show. She would not even say that she loves him. So, Mackenzie, do you ship it? I am shipping them completely in opposite
1: directions. <laughs> I do not see this lasting or working. I think she has some demons that she has to work out, and he um, he does too, but I think he's a lot more on, like, has a straight, clear mind about, like, what he wants, and he's kind of just seeing so much of her that I think he's going to get to the point where he's, like, Okay, never Never mind, this is not worth all this drama, you know?
0: Yeah, but I kind of think they're going to do the K-1 thing first before he figures it out. Okay, maybe. He'll go home, and this is all going to blow over the whole trip. They'll decide, oh, they were just stressed or whatever it was. They'll keep through the process. She'll get her K-1 visa. She'll come over here. And then he'll remember what it was like to actually be in the same room with her. She's a little erratic, uh, making a big deal out of some things that maybe didn't need to be a big deal. If you really want to have a relationship with someone, you got to compromise a little bit. Uh, and then it will implode. Then I'll ship them out. But unfortunately, I think this one's going to be a divorce and not just a breakup.
1: I, I'll agree there, there with you, I think. Or or maybe, I don't know, maybe I'm going to say that they won't make it to the wedding in the 90 days. Oh, okay. Um, I just don't, I don't know. I don't see him doing it. I don't. And she she scares me. So um, I don't know.
2: Yeah. This is an interesting um, take on it because, to my knowledge, unless I'm forgetting something, in all the years of 90 Day Fiance, we've never had someone not actually get married. Oh. On the actual 90 Day Fiance. Obviously, before is a different story. Right. But the fact that she hasn't even come over for a 90 Day Visa you... makes me think that maybe this will be the first time we don't see someone get married.
1: Oh, that's a good
0: point. It would be a first. Gosh, and with so many couples that we've had on this show, I I counted up one time. I want to say something like 70 or 80 some. Uh, Any first is major. Yeah, good thinking, Brie. Well, make sure you guys are all letting us know in the live chat and in the comments what you think. And uh, we hope to be back live with you by next week. We do this at 4 p.m. Pacific right here on the AfterBuzz reality TV channel. And Mackenzie, if everybody wants to hit you up and keep in touch with you as you make your travel back to the East Coast, where can they do that? Yes, yes. You can find me on Instagram at MackenzieFame. All right, make sure you do that, and make sure you watch 90 Day Fiancé News daily every day right here, too. And check out my YouTube channel, Christy Reports, for some more exclusive reality TV juice. Thank you so much for joining me today, Mackenzie. Thank you for having me. Always a pleasure, Christy. Safe travels back. Linda will be back next week, and we will see you all then. Bye-bye. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to After Buzz TV.